Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show, and we're going to get into the Intel report on The Common Sense Show, which means Wrecker is going to be here, a.k.a. Doug Thornton, former combat marine, former defense contractor, and also uh, Homeland Security. And we're going to look at something kind of off the beaten path for us that we don't normally do, but I think it's time we did it. We've talked around some of these issues, but we're going to go headfirst tonight and we're going to do a follow-up program with Mondo Gonzalez. So if you like this, you're going to want to come back for that. But what we're going to look at here is the great deception. And uh, we are of the opinion that Satan will pull out all the stops to do whatever needs to be done to take us off our path. And that would include an alien deception. And we're going to spend some time talking about the alien phenomena, the Bible. I mean, we're going to bring in some scriptural quotes, so it's just not going to be esoteric. And we're trying to make it as factual as possible. We hope that you enjoy this. Hey, we're brought to you by Noble Gold. And if you haven't noticed, boy, the car repo, they're getting 25000 a day of voluntary uh, surrenders. The car industry is collapsing. The commercial real estate is in the middle of a collapse. Home real estate is collapsing. Black Friday was dead Friday. It's absolutely a disaster out there economically. Now, what are you going to do? Well, the Dodd-Frank law says the banks that are also in desperation can keep your money. You're an unsecured creditor. So why would you leave most of it up for grabs? Well, you shouldn't. So what you should do is take your retirement out. Let Noble Gold do this for you. They're excellent at doing it. They're the best there is. And they'll back it with gold and you'll control it, not the banks. And you can do similar things with your bank account. And you can get more details by getting me to send you an information packet digitally, DaveHodgesGold.com, DaveHodgesGold.com, or you can call Noble Gold directly and talk to an expert. Absolutely no hard sale at all. They just ask questions and they'll ask you if they can help you more, and that's when you got to close your own deal. Call 877-646-5347, 877-646-5347. Now, on to the Intel Report. Hello, everybody. A little technical glitch there in the beginning. Sorry for that. Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show in our guest segment. You can see we have uh, Wrecker, a.k.a. Doug Thornton, former uh, combat Marine, defense contractor, and also, um, well, he's done a lot of things. But I think the thing that um, a lot of people know him for now is a former DHS and uh, had some supervisory um, situations in Portland, the border, um, so we're going to get a widespread view, but we're not going to deal too much here in the three-dimensional world 
in this discussion. I opened up what I thought would be a can of worms, but it hasn't quite generated the volatility. It's more of a, yeah, we see what you're saying, Dave, and then people would add in their two cents and their perspective. And basically it was this, that um, uh, if you go to Genesis 6, and let me set the stage for this here, and and I want to read Genesis 6 as a starting point here. Um, Wickedness in the world is what I would entitle this, Genesis 6. Uh, When human beings began to increase in number of the earth and daughters were born to them, the sons of God saw that the daughters of humans were beautiful, and they married any of them they chose. The Lord said, My spirit will not contend with humans forever, for they are mortal. Their days will be numbered 120 years. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and key phrase, and also afterward. I think meaning post-flood, different DNA. When the sons of God went to the daughters of humans, and they say humans here, and I say, well, they're making a distinction between humans and fallen angels by using the term humans, and they had children by them, and they were the heroes of old, the men of renown. Some people call it the giants. Verse 5 says, The Lord saw how great the wickedness of the human race had become on earth, and that every inclination of the thoughts of the human heart was only evil, all the time, and I'm wondering here if not the uh, crossbreeding, shall we say, of God's creation with uh, those he cast out of heaven and banished them to the earth did not cause this evil. That's a question I'm left with, and we'll bring that up. The Lord regretted that he had made human beings on the earth, and his heart was deeply troubled, and I'll wipe them from the face of the earth, the human race I have created with them, along with the animals, the birds, and the creatures that move along the ground, for I regret that I have made them. And in verse 8 it says, But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord, and thus a second beginning for humans commenced. And that's some of the baseline of what Doug and I are going to talk about. So we're really kind of leaving the geopolitical to a degree and moving more into the spiritual realm is the baseline for what we're going to look at, because the Bible's really clear. We do not deal um, with uh, physical entities as much as we deal with the principalities of darkness. So, Doug, that's uh, the intro I would put on this, and uh, I would say uh, I've kind of given you probably multiple areas that you can use as a starting point. Um, What do you think? Do do we have a threat from a second DNA on this planet that uh, is identified in Genesis 6? Well, this this topic is a whole big can of worms. (laughs) You think? (laughs) You know, uh, Christians in varying degrees of what they know and what they think they know and what they willfully ignore um, everyone will either agree or argue or argue amongst themselves about this topic. And we know great men like, uh, you know, Tim Abarino, we got Steve Quill, you got L.A. Marzulli, you got a lot of these guys sure. um, who have been, you know, really paving the way for this type of knowledge. Um, and I think understanding scripture helps you understand all these parallels and a lot of these conspiracies, the um, the lizard people conspiracies like David Icke and all that. Um, but is there a hidden bloodline? Is there 
something potentially there that is a leftover remnant of the 200 watchers and what they did. Well, what I was reading to you a while ago, and for anyone else who wants to cross-reference us, this is what I take it. Um, If you go to the book of Judges, starting at chapter 1, the continuing conquest of Canaan, when the Hebrews were commanded, cross the River Jordan, go and take everything, and utterly wipe out everyone. Don't Don't leave an elder don't leave a man, a woman, a child, or even um, pets or, or cattle or anything yeah. like that alive. Everything at some point in time had been tainted um, to the to the fact that it just had to be woke. And the the tribe of Israel was doing it. The Hebrews they they were conquering and they were killing off everybody and then eventually they kind of stopped doing it um here we see at uh judges 129 excuse me um judges 127 so failure to complete the conquests um they were told to go in and kill all the ites the hittites the amazites uh the the Canaanites, right? So Judges um, chapter 1, verse 27 says, Neither did Manasseh drive out the inhabitants of Beshion and her towns, nor did Tanakh and her towns, nor the inhabitants of Dor and her towns, nor the inhabitants of Eblam and her towns, nor the inhabitants of Megiddo uh, and her towns, but the Canaanites would dwell in that land. And so you continue to go down. Ephraim didn't drive them out. Gezer didn't drive them out. Zebulun um, uh, did not uh, drive them out. Excuse me. It says, uh, neither did Zebulun drive out the inhabitants of Ketron, nor the inhabitants of Nahal. But the Canaanites dwelt among them and became tributaries. Neither did Asher drive out the inhabitants of Akko. Uh, I may not be pronouncing uh, nor the inhabitants of Zidon, nor of Alab, uh, nor of Aksib, nor of Helba, or Afik, or Rehub. But the Asherites dwelt among the Canaanites and the inhabitants of the land, for they did not drive them out. Neither did Naphtali drive out the Beth Shemesh, nor the inhabitants of Bethanath, but dwelt among the Canaanites. So, um, keep going. And the Amorites were forced, uh, the children of Dan into the mountains for they would not suffer them to come down. So you got the Amorites, you've got the Canaanites, uh, go over to judges chapter two, Israel's disobedience. And an angel of the Lord came up from Gilgal to Bochum and said, I made you to go up out of Egypt and brought you unto the land, which I swear unto your fathers. And I said, I will never break my covenant with you, and you shall make no league with the inhabitants of this land. You shall throw down their altars. I'm reading out of King James. Uh, you shall throw down their altars, but you have not obeyed my voice. Why have you done this? Wherefore, I also said, I will not drive them out from before you, but they shall be as thorns in your sides, and their gods shall be a snare unto you. So the thorns in the sides is at the bloodlines. 
Is that what we're talking about? Um, if they have these inhabitants of people among them, eventually, somewhere down the line, people start to breed. People start to mingle. Um, so I, I don't know fully. For one thing, I'm, I'm not afraid to say I don't know what I don't know. This is all speculation. But it would appear that you had not only is there a, a second incursion of the giants here, but you had some sort of people that are remnant leftovers of the uh, the 200 watchers. Um, you have some sort of remnant that is not supposed to be there. They're not supposed to survive. And yet the uh, the Hebrews did not do what they were told, but what they were commanded. And so they were allowed to persist to be thorns in their side to the extent that even the Philistines that are in Gaza, that's the Palestinians, those are the Philistines. In Amos 1, you have a prophecy that talks about God saying he's going to utterly wipe out even the very last remnants of the Philistines. And uh, that's where Goliath came from. He was why, why do you, That's right. And, but why do you think that God targeted them for elimination. I don't know. I don't, I no I've wondered idea. that myself, too, because clearly David should not have been able to defeat Goliath. Um, well, yeah, but he did. No, uh, of course not. But w- this is the Lord we're talking about. I get excited when we talk about God. Um, all things are done in prophecy full of fulfillment of the glory of God. So, You know, for whatever reason, these various stumbling stones were put forth in front of, once again, um, a people who do not listen to God. Uh, They are slow learners, and they quickly fall back into a state of rebellion. And so this is actually kind of like a judgment upon them and suffering upon them. You didn't obey, so part of your judgment is now that these people that you were supposed to completely and utterly wipe out, now they're going to be thorn sides. So, hmm. you know, um, and and their their idol worship is also going to be part of what they had to deal with. So it's, uh, it's very interesting, Dave. See, I wonder what you're describing there, if it wasn't a matter of cleansing the bad DNA from these various tribes. I mean, sure. Why not? You know, uh, obviously it was, uh, obviously things have been done the way they are. Uh, God being the great designer, uh, he designed all this and he, you know, even the things of the past that happened to benefit us in the future, eventually one way or another with the Messiah coming. So, you know, it's uh, I, I think you have the bloodlines of these top wealthy elite families who have maybe the genetic capability of tracing themselves all the way back to a lineage of beings who were supposed to have been wiped out, who they themselves may claim an element of divinity, an element of being part of a divine council that um, were supposed to have been wiped out, but weren't. And, you know, maybe that's why they're the, you know, the apple of the evil one's eye, because there's a bloodline there. An original secret society, you think? 
Maybe so. Mm-hmm. I've wondered that too. I've wondered what's the origin of We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at thecommonsenseshow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at thecommonsenseshow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time the common sense show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow for example they've got half off my pillow bed sheets more than half off their slippers their sandals their mattresses their topper covers women's lingerie now, they have extremely great products as you all know Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Of secret societies. Well, these are the same people that we're talking about who taught the children of Israel how to pass their own children into the flaming hands of Baal and Amalek. Um, Yeah. You know, uh, these were these were the same people who worshipped these foreign gods that tainted uh, the the people of Israel um, and brought the people of Israel low many times. So, and, and you know, we still see those same uh, false gods, little g gods, being worshipped today and in various forms, uh, especially with abortion. 
Um, hey, don't forget what the Republicans are doing out in the Bohemian Grove. They're, they're worshiping Moloch. So, you sure. know, obviously there's elements of this that have survived. And if even if you go into that darker conspiracy, let's go into that conspiracy. Supposedly every president that we've ever had is related, even to including Barack Obama, even to including Donald Trump and Biden. Supposedly somewhere down the line, they all of a blood relation i don't know what that would mean or if that's necessary but so does uh that bloodline thing is very important to uh the ruling members of europe you know the queen of england and all of her ilk um so like prince charles remember when prince charles was like i come from vlad the impaler and when i die i hope i become a virus and i wipe everyone out whatever weirdo um, you know, that, that bloodline thing, it's important to them. And regardless, if we don't think it's important, it's important to the ruling elite. All right. So that, that should make us all be a little bit more aware of why is it so important? Um, relating this to maybe even an alien question, could it be that when we have our saviors from Zeta Reticuli come, uh, are they going to have a DNA test, a 23andMe done on them, and say, oh, look, uh, King Charles is related all the way back to Nebuchadnezzar and, and so on and so forth. You know, I I don't know. I, I would not be shocked at the state of delusion that we're in right now where a six-foot-four, 260-pound man could walk into a convenience store and, and you know, be expected to be called ma'am. I would not even slightly put it past the aliens to say, let's do a DNA test to see if we're related. And if so, because originally we were talking about aliens on, on the pre-air discussion. I know you and Vance Davis are going to have this conversation. You and I, I think have had this conversation, uh, maybe not in full context, but mm-hmm. I think somewhere along the line, especially when we talk about Genesis six, and I try not to muddy those waters too much because that's not really my I'm more of calling men to repentance than talking about Genesis 6. But we can go down this avenue. Um, I think pure speculation on, on Doug's part. I think somewhere down the line that there is a unique race of beings. Here we go. That were whisked away off of this planet um, that they were a protected species that are to be used in a later date and reinserted back into modernity as an element of that bloodline. And by that, I don't know if we're talking about the greys. I don't know if we're talking about the insectoids and insectolins, whatever the heck you call them nowadays. But the things that keep trying to abduct people and the things that supposedly our government has had talks with, um, and I, I, I do air quotes, supposedly, um, I would not put it past Satan and all of his planning to say, hey, you random angel guy over here, um, your kid, you know, the one with the big bulbous head, gray skin, uh, your big round eyes doesn't talk. Uh, with his mouth but we can all hear him in our head take that one 
He's the only one like that, and take him out of here. For all the rest of you, your monstrous children are all about to die in a flood, but don't worry, they're going to come back. Um, but that one is very unique. The the gray aliens, very, very unique for whatever reason it is. And if anyone out there, biologists by all means, could tell me why something that claims to be from Zeta Reticuli, that's a couple light years away, right? Um, it shows up here on our Earth with two ears where our ears are supposed to be, two eyes where our eyes are supposed to be, a mouth where our mouth is supposed to be, uh, a, a head that's sitting on top of a neck, sitting on top of shoulders. It's got a torso. It's got arms and legs and fingers and toes, and it walks on two legs. That's a very human trait. The only other thing close to that are primates. Now, primates and humans, small amount of species on Earth, if you look at this from the, the animal zoology uh, concept, and there is like a thousand times more bugs, insects, and fish, aquatic life, than there are real bipedal walking animals. So why, if it, and, and you're a stats guy, why would it be then that something from so far away happens to show up on our doorsteps, looks kind of like us, can talk like us, walks like us, and they don't look like some six-legged gobbledygook. You know, why doesn't it look like it? Why, why don't aliens look like octopus? Why don't they look like some sort of big cockroach? Why don't they look like some sort of insect or a big fish? If statistics would prove those are the most frequent species on Earth, why do they look like us? And I think that's all maybe, in God's, God's creation. But you have to remember, God created the fallen angels. Mm-hmm. To me, I, I don't, you know. My belief system comes to the fact that I think this is the great deception. Um, I don't think there are aliens in the sense that's portrayed in the movies. No. I think it's a deception from uh, uh, Satan. And I think that this is a way to gain control. I mean, let me play this out to the final days. Okay, let's go to Project Bluebeam for a second. And the Bible warns about this. Let me see if I have this uh, scripture handy here. Um let me scroll down here. Um, in Ephesians 6, 10 through 12, it says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities of darkness against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And I think that right on on, on cue um, with this, it says uh, the great deception. Let me get into this and we can comment on this. It, um, this is a combination of Matthew 24.5, uh, 24.11, and 24.23 through 27, all from the book of Matthew. It says, Christ's concern, lest his followers be deceived, was voiced again and again. He declared, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many, and many false prophets shall arise. And it just goes on, and people know the end of this, and it says, believe them not, and that even the elect, meaning saved Christians, can be deceived. And 
Project Bluebeam is a number of aspects, including alien intimidate, excuse me, uh, alien um, likeness. In other words, the belief that these are aliens coming here. But I think they're going to put a spiritual component in it. We have the technology to simulate Christ return. Don't believe it. If you've, I said this today uh, on a live stream. I said, uh, if you have to wonder if that's Christ, then it's not Christ. Because when he comes back for the second time, the, the majesty of everything that he is and what he'll do will be overwhelming. There'll be no question as to who he is. And if you have to wonder, but I do believe the great deception will use the ET phenomena that's constructed for this purpose, the deception. I do believe they'll imitate the return of Jesus. I think this will play into the Antichrist hands. And I, I and I actually think this is the way that we're going to go. And when I read these uh, verses here, um, I'm more hardened in my beliefs. Uh, I think we are headed for a great deception. I'll even go a step further. Uh, Roswell, I think, was a real event. I think uh, some of the crashes we've had that have been testified before Congress uh, from Intel figures in the last six weeks to three months, I think those are real events. But I think they're part of the deception. I think it's fallen angels simulating um, alien beings for technology transfer and to get their grips into world leaders. And I mean, I, I think it's an open avenue to gain control over a nation, its weapon systems, its economy. I, I, I mean, Doug, this is how I'm beginning to see this. And my views are, are evolutionary now. I'm developing them, and I'm trying to stay consistent with what the Scripture says. Otherwise, I'll throw out the view. But I don't see anything here that refutes what I, what I believe to be true. So, you know, we all try to make this make sense in our own way. That's right. Um, as, as long as we remember to stay Christ-centered and not to get, like, fully off into the Christian science fictionism, um, this conversation is, is relatively benign. But there are some people who, who will use the crap out of this conversation, and really they have very little things to base it off of. Um, a lot of their works and their understandings, but in, in, like I said, man, I try to make this make sense in my own mind. Why is it that such an advanced species from Zeta Reticuli come here to earth and then they crash their ships? Well, this is how I make it make sense. And also with the abduction thing. Okay. Let's go back to what I originally said. And I'm not trying to make anyone believe what I'm saying either. This is just how I'm trying to make it make sense in my own head. Okay. Okay. So if if Satan told whichever angel, take your your little gray alien children um, and whisk them away, well, however many there were, um, if they could not, if they weren't a breeding pair, um, you eventually have to insert new bloodline, new genetics, okay? Because you got to keep that species alive, correct? Um, even with, you know, amounts of inbreeding, eventually you're going to have all types of deformations, and you may even lose that innate 
trait that you 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 wanted so much. I think it's that that really I think is the telepathy. And here's why I say that I believe somewhere along the line someone is going to try to make the core aliens have telepathy, and that's the same thing as the Holy Ghost talking to you or the Holy Spirit talking to you. And the gray aliens will say, "Oh no, look, we can do it back and forth to each other." See, that's not the Holy Spirit; that's us. Um, because this is all about deception. Don't forget that um, demonic impervious. Because this is all anti-Christ. The aliens didn't create Christ. The aliens aren't going to come back and and baptize you, and that's how you get to heaven. Um, so, in in that light, they are anti-Christ. Um, which is by the devil. But I think, think of it like this. If the angels created a ship, okay, they they went out to wherever in space. Are you talking the fallen angels? Yeah, yeah, the fallen angels. They, they created a ship to put their little progeny in. Okay, then that's a nuts and bolts craft. It's floating around in space. They got to get earth women up there. They got to mate them so they can prolong the species. They can keep it up. That's how the giants died off, right? Um, abductions so, and impregnation that's what you're talking about that's all that's that's almost did you know that hold on i'm that, getting a little feedback from your side from my voice nope i'm good on my end um okay. um, most of the from what i've read so far most of the abduction scenarios involve women most not so much men but mainly women um, I don't, I don't want to say the disparaging factor is like 60, 40, but it may be around that. So if we're trying to keep this little race of gray alien being looking things alive, we're injecting women's DNA for the womb, right? Um, and they're trying to keep this species growing and they have craft that if they did not create or they don't know how to keep it up and running, so flesh and blood creatures, um, well, then, of course, they're fallible. You know, they're fallible. So even as uh, Goliath fell dead because of a stone hurled by God's prophet, um, these things could probably just as likely crash their freaking spacecraft because it had mechanical issues. One of them had a physiological issue. They are in some sort of way flesh and blood, so that's that's where I look at the uh, the whole alien phenomena stuff. Is that yeah, I, I don't buy that crash would be accidental. I don't know if you're saying that or not, and I'll tell you why. If they have the technology to traverse the vast distances of space, they're not going to be crashing with the frequency they have on the planet Earth. Right. You almost, it, get, it the, you almost get the feeling that they're crashing more than our airliners would with less technology. It, that part, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense unless this craft is so old that it's starting to fail. I, I mean, I, I, I just I don't see that. Satan's technology is impressive. And uh, he's been here to deceive since day one. If you go to the Garden of Eden and Adam and Eve, who got him to sin? Who talked him into it? Oh, it, was I it was Satan. I he was there. He I was there, that. and he's he's been here for a long time. But he's and, not the one flying the ships. No, the fallen angels are, in my estimation. And, and I could be wrong. Maybe there really are aliens out there. 
But I got to tell you, the Bible's really clear about the great deception. And with all Congress and the media have done a 180 on this subject. If you even dared to mention this before, okay, there was a Phoenix City Councilman named Francis Barwood that brought up the subject of the Phoenix Lights at a city council meeting. And she had the governor dressing up in an alien suit, making fun of her. They had other people in the media making fun of her. And all she did was, my constituents would like to know what this is. Does anybody have any idea? And for that, she got vilified. And that's the way this was handled up until about 2015, 2016, with the Tic Tac incident and Commander Farver. Uh, and, and you look at this, and all of a sudden, we had a switch in our priorities. Oh, yes, we have crashed alien craft. We've recovered non-human entities. From, this is congressional testimony. But I, went also, re- I went and rewatched some of this today, Doug. Also, the, the flip is that originally they weren't combative and they weren't a threat and now they're combative and they're a threat and now they are i totally agree that means somewhere in there the agenda has flopped or the agenda has now finally been given a green light let's say that yeah i I agree with you did you Uh, know that on black friday the republican leadership um took an axe to the ufo transparency legislation no, no, tell me about oh, that. All right, let me read it for you. All right, so you can find this on liberationtimes.com. Uh, multiple sources have told Liberation Times that the Schumer Rounds Unidentified Anomalous Disclosure Act is under severe threat from Republican leaders within the U.S. House and Senate. Um, Liberation Times has, has learned that this week, two influential Republicans, namely Representative Mike Rod who's the chair of the House Armed Services Committee, and Representative Mike Turner, who's the chair of the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence, have escalated their efforts to eliminate the UAP Disclosure Act from the NDA for fiscal year 2024. The two representatives successfully garnered support from Senator uh, Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, And the new Speaker of the House, Representative Mike Johnson, who are now backing their endeavors to either remove or significantly weaken the UAP Disclosure Act. Very interesting timing. I'm going to make another link here. I want to see what you think of this. I'm just speculating, okay? So I'd like your reaction to this. That information was supposed to have been fully disclosed by 2017 by law. All files had to be released. And also, this coincides with another set of files that was supposed to be released on the Kennedy assassination. And one of the things that Jim Mars and I both believe from our looking into this, Kennedy became interested in UFOs. And he brought this up in private circles. General LeMay even referred to it a couple of times. And Kennedy was supposedly going to go through and do some uh, revealing about what's going on and and call for investigations. And maybe he wasn't just killed because of anti-Federal Reserve, uh, anti-Vietnam attitudes. I'm sure that was part of it. Anti-open-air testing with nuclear weapons, the end of the Cold War, all the things he wanted to do that pissed off the deep state. Yeah, but I think this alien thing might have had something to do with this. And, and... Um, Donald Trump, this, who said this? 
uh, gosh, I can't remember who Donald Trump called. Oh, Judge Napolitano. Judge Napolitano on his podcast this last week, he said that Donald Trump once called him two weeks before the end of his term. And he said, uh, Napolitano asked him, are you going to reveal all the Kennedy files? And he goes, if you had been told what I've been told, you wouldn't even think about it. But I'm not going to reveal it here over the phone. It'll have to be an in-person discussion. But I can't, and no other president can either. Doug, I'm almost thinking that these two issues are related. The Kennedy files and the UFO files that are being blocked. And the fact that presidents won't release. You've got Trump that wouldn't release them, and you got Biden that won't release the Kennedy files, and now we're seeing a move to obfuscate the UFO files. I think there's a relationship. So November 12th, 1963, a a top-secret document was uh, wrote referencing JFK. It's since been redacted. I'm reading it right now. Um. It says, Memorandum for the Director of Blank Central Intelligence Agency. Subject is Classification Review of All UFO Intelligence Files Affecting National Security. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a discussion with you previously. Uh, This is JFK saying this. I had a discussion with you previously. I have initiated redacted. Um, and I have instructed James Webb to develop a program with the Soviet Union in joint space and lunar exploration. It would be very helpful if you would have the high threat cases reviewed with the purpose of identifying of bona fides uh, on uh, opposed to classified CIA. United States Air Force sources. It is important that we make a clear distinction between the knowns and unknowns in the event the Soviets try to mistake our extended cooperation as a cover for intelligence gathering of their defense and space programs. When this data has been sorted out, I would like you to arrange a program of data sharing with NASA where unknowns are a factor. This will be or this will help NASA uh, mission directors and their defensive response. I would like an interim report on the data review no later than February 1st of 1964. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm Signed, familiar. I'm familiar with that. Yes. Signed John F. Kennedy. Well, given the majestic rumors and uh, Roswell and stuff, Kennedy surely would have become aware of as president. Um, this does not surprise me in the least, uh, but I, I'll, I'll go one step further with you that I've uh, found out. Um, this part, the first part I'll tell you has actually been verified. Uh, Jim Mars and I talked about this. Many other people ha- know this happened. Kennedy gave a speech in May of 63 at America University. A lot of people said he signed his death uh, warrant at that time and he said that we need a a world that's not based on nuclear testing he opposes all upper atmospheric testing because every time you blow up a nuclear bomb you got to replace it and that's what the military industrial complex that eisenhower warned us about would want to do but he didn't want to go down the path towards nuclear war he wanted to end the cold war and after the cuban missile crisis norman cousins served as a go-between 
between JFK and Nikita Khrushchev. And Norman Cousins used to fly into an East European country uh, and then take a train to Khrushchev's vacation hideaway, and they would meet. They met several times. One of their points of discussion that uh, Jim Mars discovered was the fact that Norman Cousins was also talking about how to deal with what they perceived to be the alien threat. It wasn't just nuclear weapons discussions. And there's also a lot of justification for this, too. There was a French reporter, name jumps out of my head, I actually had a guest on my show documented this, and now it's actually come out, that a French reporter was representing John Kennedy, meeting with Fidel Castro, and they were meeting at the exact time Kennedy was killed. And the subject was, hey, America and Russia are headed in this direction. We want you to join them. Kennedy one day wants to normalize relationships with you. And they did discuss UFOs. Uh, there's a lot there, Doug. There, there's a lot that happened during JFK that very few people are aware of. Um, you know, speaking about nuclear weapons, that's like the the premier highlight of everything was the nuclear weapon program. And not only that, but how you had the atomic bomb went to the, um, went to the nuclear bomb and then it got made into the tactical nuke. And then the suitcase nuke, like the Davy Crockett weapon that, you know, what, what is it? Didn't they, uh, they put it in a suitcase and from like LAX to Washington, DC, they flew on domestic flights with it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in Vietnam, uh, on the Ho Chi Minh Trail, um, the Jasons Group, anybody who doesn't know what the Jasons Group is, uh, the group of scientists, you need to reference the Jasons Group quite a bit in your research. They had said that one of the stop uh, the Ho Chi Minh Trail because they estimated about 200 tons of armament, uh, weapons, and, and ammunition pass through the Ho Chi Minh Trail a week uh, from North to South Vietnamese, uh, Viet Cong um, and found their way into the NBA. Um, but they said it would be almost 3,000 tactical nuclear weapons were required to take out the Ho Chi Minh Trail. Um, and the, it was a serious uh, consideration. Yeah, but they opted from, for Agent from the Pentagon. But they opt, yeah, they opted for the deforest, uh, uh, deforestization. Um, but JFK was involved in a lot of things that, yeah, this is, and I'm not trying to make this JFK heavy, but, um, when president, the CIA, the DIA, um, the NSA, DOD, these guys were in the heights of their power. Uh, this is when they were really coming to power. Um, this is when all your different projects were going on. And, um, you know, this is also the height of occultism rising in America. You had the hippie movement rising in America, which is a pro-communist movement. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of things that ride off of that. And I, I always kind of look back and I ask, are we going to have another JFK-like event with another president, and it will will it look like JFK's time? When I say that, I say like this: um, a lot of revolutions were going on in America. Expansion of technology. We were in a Cold War. 
Um, and we were, you know, investigating UFOs. We had all this, uh, the psycho weapons that were being used, remote viewing. Um, would we have a repeat of that? And I'll be damned if we're not having a repeat of that as well with the possibility of a JFK-like event coming too. So that's that's kind of interesting. Well, um, great minds think alike, Doug. Hang on, I'm going to pull up something that I published today uh, at the time of this recording. Um, and uh, give me just a second here to fully get to this. Um, wasn't counting on this coming up. And I'll be here. I'm on the page now. Let's see. Um, as you know, I've launched this show. We've done seven episodes now. And uh, episode six of Hiding in Plain Sight, the name of my new show. And the title was The Parallels Between Trump and JFK Are Remarkable. Trump is in grave danger. And I didn't touch on the aspect you brought up, but I was planning to because this is going to be a topic I repeat, because there's a lot of reasons that uh, they want to assassinate Trump. So what you're saying here is exactly what I'm going down the path of revealing to my audience. Yeah, it's um, there's always a correlation here. There's nothing new under the sun, right? Um, I think with this new age movement that we have going on, um, this really weird movement within Christianity right now. It's not Christianity. Let's let's go ahead and back that up. It is a blasphemous pollution of the church where they're mixing in transgenderism and uh, all different forms of ungodliness. Lord, rebuke them. Um, but also you have that you have that one aspect, that new caveat, which has been around for a while, um, where you have this alien religion. You have the ancient aliens people who are saying when when they come back, always when they come back, as if they left and they're coming back. Um, When the aliens finally arrive, they're going to look more like us than we think, and we're going to find out that actually they are the gods they created us. They're our star fathers. We're their star children, and yada, yada, yada. Um, there's your deception, right? Yeah, I think, there's an, deception. I think there's another with deception, too. You probably remember when I told you this story. It was St. Patrick's Day, and I think it was 1984, and I never went on blind dates. And uh, I allowed my friend to be talked into going on a blind date and meeting this lady in a, in a restaurant bar. And a really attractive person, well-spoken, intelligent. I thought, this might be my lucky day. I seemed to have met someone impressive. But then she said, we haven't got to talk about what I do. And I said, well, I I thought you were a teacher. And she goes, I am, but not the kind of teacher that you would think of as a teacher. And she said, I teach alien hybrid children how to integrate. And I said, what do you mean? And this was unknown to me, Doug, at this time. I didn't have the knowledge of these events that I do now. And she said, well, when uh, women are abducted, they're impregnated, 
and they're reabducted and they have the fetus taken from them. And she said, and they have to be humanized and they're humanized by people like me. Whoa, I couldn't get out of there fast enough. Okay. I thought this was pure insanity. You remember me telling you the story. Yeah. Um, and, and I do think there's another element to this on the earth side. I think that I hate to say it this way because it sounds so bizarre, so science fiction, but I think they walk among us. What do you think? Because uh, the, the hybrid situation. At this rate, I'm not surprised by anything. Um, that's that's the way that I can go to bed at night and not freak out over some of this information. Exactly. Um, you know, I, I'll just I just accept it. The deception is to always take the eyes off of the cross. That's right. That's exactly that's, right. That's that is the deception. I don't care who comes out and says anything. If it, it takes the eyes off of the cross, it's a deception. It's the deception, right? The Antichrist will take the eyes off the cross for the entire world. They'll think that he, he is the Messiah. Hey. Um, hey, Doug, I, do, I agree with you, but I want you to consider this. Imagine, this is speculative, but imagine if this were a program worldwide, okay? Yep. Okay, yep. so the hybridization of the human race. And these people are groomed into leadership positions through things like uh, the Ford Group, you know, these various secret organizations, these uh, MK Ultra type organizations. And they're trained, they're modeled, and they get into positions of leadership. Would this not help to explain why the world leaders have turned their back on Christ, why America is moving away from being a Christian nation based on leadership examples that we're seeing? We haven't had a Christian. Be, we haven't had a Christian president for a while. No, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm, I'm going to be um, as sarcastic as possible when I say this. Currently, grown adults don't know what gender they are, don't know what bathroom to use, and you have 50, 60 year old men who are playing dress up as six year old girls. They're going to believe aliens are 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 the real yeah, thing. Exactly. And by the way, did you see where the uh, border patrol is now made to use uh, gender neutral terms? They can't say him and hers and she and he and Mister and Mrs. I don't know if you saw that. That made the news today. I'm um, so glad. I'm so glad I quit. Yeah, DHS I'm and so border patrol. Uh, and the Border Patrol says that uh, this is being done in deference to the fact that they might potentially be dealing with LGBTQ, so we can't use Lord. these terms. You know, I'm so ingrained in saying him and her and uh, he and she, I, I I don't think I could retrain myself. It'd be like learning a new language. It's insanity. I, yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just not going to do it. Not, un, until you know, I find that it is beneficial for me. Maybe Dave, look, you know what? How about this? Um, take a weekend, go to Vegas. Uh, I'll I'll try out for the next uh, women's UFC fight, and uh, we all know how that one's probably going to go. And just you know, bet the house on me. Maybe then this will be an applicable situation with pronouns. Until then, this is absolute madness. This is charlatan. Uh, this is madness. Doug, I, if you could avoid the head kick, you would destroy any female MMA fighter. Oh, I've already been there, done that. I, I know. I, I, I may not be as fast as I once was, um, but I'm pretty sure I could hold my own. 
Um, but then again, I don't know how many 300 pound women are fighting in the UFC. So that might be interesting. <laughs> you know, what's going to happen is I'm going to go in there and then Brock Lesnar is going to say, I identify as women as well. <laughs> and then we're just going to have at it. Um, that's interesting. But, but, in, in all, in all seriousness, um, I, I go back to Matthew 24. Jesus said, be ye not deceived. That's right. Be ye not deceived. Your stupid pronouns about what the aliens are or what they aren't. Be ye not deceived about so much church. Don't be deceived. Don't buy this BS. Don't believe them. You know what bathroom to use, church. Be ye not deceived. You know who's pulling the strings currently with the bloodbath going on around the world? Don't be deceived, but don't be alarmed either. That's the other part, is when something comes out of the sky, either it is it is there because it's a physical nuts and bolts craft, or it's there because it's a, it's a hologram. I don't care what it is. It's going to scare people. Um, don't be deceived, and don't be alarmed. You know, Fort Detrick, Maryland. The uh, chemical war uh, guys back in the 50s and 60s, they were creating things that were called psycho weapons. And these were weapons. You and I have done multiple shows on this. These are weapons that were used to be able to bend the psychology uh, of man. And one of these weapons was the ability to drop this sort of gas um, either into a city or one of the programs uh, actually uh, said that they would release the gas into the sewage system. Um, and it would come up from underneath the sewage system and it would turn an entire city of a million people um, into a hallucinogenic panic. Now, insert gigantic mile wide craft, real or not, doesn't matter. And then and deploy your chemical hallucinogens. Mm-hmm. The effect is the same. Yeah, and also have open air drug markets that'll aid in that too. So, um, <laughs> Doug, we're flat out of time, but I think what we've done is we've, we're going to get people to go into the Bible, I hope, and reveal for themselves where they need to focus. Christ centered is where you need to be, but I'm concerned that people are going to get fooled in the end days. Yeah, and, and I uh, think it, we've done a good job with that. But we've got thirty seconds, so go ahead and give us a summary in thirty seconds. Uh, anyone who's interested in what we went over earlier, Judges, the Book of Judges, uh, chapter one, chapter two, um, and you know, pray to the Lord, uh, seek, seek uh, the seek the Lord on this, and see what revelation He gives you. Um, I I think no one has their finger on the pulse, but the deception is real. Uh, Satan's the father of lies uh-huh. and keep your eyes on the cross. So bingo. That's, Last phrase is exactly right on. Um, interesting discussion. I, I hope you all in the audience found this to be productive and will allow you to self-reflect so you can come to good spiritual awareness, whether you agree with this or not. Our, our job here today was to stimulate thinking about the Lord. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Doug, thank you. And uh, this is the Intel Report signing off. God bless. 
We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.